0: Hey y'all, it's Nikki again and Kim and Ashley and we are here for our second episode of Realtors Who Drink and today we're going to be talking about investing and of course we have to share what we are drinking. So today I'm drinking the Snoop Dogg Red Blend. I love that one actually.
1: I am drinking a wine from Augusta Vine, one of my favorite vineyards in Fredericksburg, Texas. And I'm drinking another wine, from red wine, from Lodi, California, The Freak Show, The Cab. Today we do have a guest, and it's somebody that's very personal to us. It's my husband, Jason, who is actually a real estate investor. So we're gonna ask him some questions, and we're gonna to talk to Nikki and ask her some questions about her flipping properties. But um, look, we're, we're in it to give y'all some information. So Nikki, how long ago did you start flipping properties?
0: Um, I think it was about five years ago. I actually flipped one that was really close to my house. Um, it was actually the first house my father-in-law ever built, so that was kind of like a cool story to put that one back together. Um, and I've done two locally, and I'm doing one right now in Ponchatoula. So how is that going? <laughs> that one, <laughs> That one has been challenging. That one was a complete gut. So the other two I had to... You know, make them pretty. There was some work being done, but I had to make them pretty. This one had to be completely gutted and finished. So I'm probably 45 days from being done, and I cannot be any happier. And I know for a fact my dad and my husband can't wait to be done as well.
1: (laughs) So I have two questions for you. How would you find it, and what would you do differently?
0: So how I found it, actually, one of my old classmates that I graduated with called me and asked if I knew any real estate investors that would buy his grandma's house. And I said, you know, where is it? What's the square footage? So I said, let me come and take a look at it. Well, I went to take a look at it and I just, I don't know. I just, I captured the vision of it. I knew that I could make it beautiful. Um, Did not realize at the time how much work it took. Um, So it kind of has been one thing after the other. So what I would do differently, one, there was no utilities or anything, and the price just made sense to me, so I didn't get it inspected. And I know, we are real estate agents, that's rule number one, you get the home inspected, right? Uh, I didn't do it, because I was buying it no matter what, I I knew that. So there was a whole lot more wrong with it than I thought, but hey, it took some money, we're getting it back together, I'm still going to have a great return, so i'm really happy about it another mistake i made is they left it fully furnished of stuff um and i donated gave it all away threw a lot of it away and i really could have had like an estate person come through and i probably could have profited like i don't know five or six thousand dollars all the stuff in the house yes yes so i was so ready to just jump into it i didn't think that way and really didn't want to deal with it but now in hindsight if I ever get one full of junk again, it's going to have a sale.
1: What's cool about that area that you bought that in, though, is that it's such a hot area right now.
0: Yes, it's walking distance to, like, all the downtown things. Well, just
1: And Punchdale itself. Like, yeah. Young professionals that are commuting to New Orleans, the South Shore, but also it's just a lower cost than living in some of the other north shore areas
0: definitely and i love that like when i'm there on the weekends there's always some kind of little festival
1: or something going on downtown it's so fun it's a great place to live i love that little area so much it has so many boutiques and antique shops and yeah yes. it was a great place to flip so where are you going to look for your next one
0: i don't know yet after this one it kind of kicks my butt a little bit i may take a little <laughs> bit break but hey if anybody's listening listening and they want to sell something that i can
1: maybe flip please give me a call <laughs> so this is the funny thing, is Nikki does not want any part of in, of rentals, no. and Jason hasn't done really any flips because he's always been very interested in rentals. I like instant gratification. She does. <laughs> and I, uh, I really gave him a hard time for so many years of our life because I thought that the investment had to come out of our bank account. And once he finally convinced me, I'm going to let him kind of explain to you so what he's learned over the last several years and you know he now owns several properties that we have rented out all the time so we're not paying mortgages we're not doing any of the things and, and I'm a believer so Jason tell me what you saw what you listened to what you learned that made you understand that this was not going to be as big of a risk as I had in my head that it would be
2: I, th- I think it's probably a combination of a lot of things that I've either read or watched, podcasts or um, just talk to other real estate investors and what they've done. So with real estate, there's a lot of opportunity. As Nikki said, she likes to fix and flip houses, which um, if that's your focus and that's what you want to do, I-, I think that's important for a new person wanting to invest. They have to focus on what their actual goal is going to be and make sure that they're taking the steps to accomplish that. With looking at trying to buy rentals, there's a couple of things you want to consider. Do you, can you get a property that will cash flow, so after all your expenses then you still get you know, cash um, at the end of the month. Um, is that property going to appraise in value? So even if you have a property that For whatever reason right away won't cash flow but over the next four or five years can increase in value by uh, you know let's say on average eight percent or even more per, per year well then five years if if you wanted to step up and get out of that property well you've built enough equity and to put down on a larger property which could cash flow in the future so you just have to weigh your options and consider what your financing could be if you have access to private money lenders, or if you have to do hard money, or if you can go get a, a mortgage, traditional mortgage on, a, on an investment property. There's, there's so different programs out there.
1: Give me some ideas of, for new people, where they could find the initial investment if they own a home or if, if, if they don't own a home. Like, if they don't have 20% in their bank account, what are some places they could get that money Can you do like B-lock with that?
2: You potentially could do a home equity line of credit. they could uh, do a cash out refinance on their personal property. You just want to be careful um, that you if you're going to do that then then you have the resources to make sure that um, you know you're, you're being able to pay pay back those loans. Um, private money lenders could be an option um, it just depends on the situation. I think that it's important that if someone wants to get into it, you need to save up some money. You're gonna you're, you're gonna have some fees that are gonna come up there, so um, it's not as easy just just to go with zero cash and try to buy an investment property. There's always the opportunity to try to find someone that will owner finance. It may be talk to me
1: about that a little bit. Like, what does well, that look like? I
2: mean, it's it's a very attractive um, option for. a an investor if they can find either another investor that uh, maybe wants to downgrade a little bit but doesn't want to lose some of the cash flow. So if, if I personally own a property outright, and if I sell it, well, there's potential if it's an investment property I have capital gains tax on, then I have to pay. However, if I own or finance that, I'll get a down payment down. It's money in my pocket, I'm not having a big tax hit. I. I can turn that property over to the person that's doing the lease option or or owner financing and they have to pay the taxes, they're taking up the repairs, but if they default, I get the property back, I keep their down payment and all the funds that they've paid me so far.
1: And I think that that's one of the things that we can probably explore even further as we continue these podcasts is, I think that that is something that people don't see when they're making real estate investments is they're so, and it was me, Mm -hmm. That you had to find that money in your bank account. Yeah, a lot of people believe
0: that
2: way. Right. There's
0: so many creative financing options that way, and
1: especially now that the
0: markets went.
1: Yeah. Right. Yeah. And and don't
2: look at it as a, you know, sure the the fix and flips are going to be a quick return. Mm -hmm. Traditionally, if if you buy real estate, you're going to win. so, yeah. if you can hold on to it, even if it's for a couple of years, and you're not trying to do a quick uh, fix and flip, then, then you're still going to come out with right. a good return. Because
1: yeah. they don't, what, what do they say about real estate? They don't make any more of it. Yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> don't make any more land. That's they don't sure. make any more
0: land. That's right. That's for
1: sure. So, yeah. I hope this helped. And look, we'll find ways to dive into this a little bit more as we continue these podcasts. Mm-hmm. Yes. Absolutely. Um, cheers to one more podcast. Done. Yes. Cheers. <laughs> cheers. <clears> Thank <throat> you.